0: What's shaking fire nation JLD here with an audio masterclass on seven figures with zero employees how and why. To drop these value bombs, I have brought John Crestani on the mic. He fled the corporate world to start his own marketing business and travel the world and now teaches others how they can operate multi-million dollar businesses with zero employees. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today, Fire Nation. Why does John not hire employees? How realistic is it for someone to start an affiliate marketing business here in 2019? What's one thing that John believes that most people would disagree with? with him on and how does someone pick the best training courses for their particular situation we'll get into all these details and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsor Time is your most precious resource. Vincero crafts the watches you need to own every second. Visit vincerowatches.com slash fire and use promo code FIRE for 15% off plus free shipping worldwide. That's vincerowatches.com slash fire. Promo code FIRE. Discover winning marketing strategies in Klaviyo's new video series, Ready, Set, Grow. More than 15,000 innovative e-commerce brands grow their business with Klaviyo. Learn their key tactics in this latest series. Visit klaviyo.com slash fire. That's K L A V I Y dot slash fire. John, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know.
1: What is up, Fire Nation? I'm actually learning to fly helicopters. Whoa. I'm going to be a helicopter pilot soon. I've always loved helicopters and I love flying.
0: So. And being in Hawaii, I mean, that's going to be a great place to know how to fly helicopters if Magnum PI was true.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Fire Nation, as I mentioned in the intro, we're going to be talking about seven figures with zero employees. The how? How? And the why with my guest today, John, dropping value bomb. So, John, let's just start at the beginning, at the core. How did you create a seven figure business all by yourself?
1: The first thing that I think a lot of people just don't know is that, like, that's an option. And I think a lot of people just don't set their goals. They they aren't clear with uh, what their goals are. It's definitely harder to do a seven figure business without any employees. So it it was really intentional on my part. You know, I know I suck at management and I, I, I don't like the, the constrictions of having to be, you know, having a, you know, having to report to employees or investors. So I really was, uh, cognizant about not hiring employees for anything as my business grew. And once you really set that intention, um, I believe you can make the other things fall in place. There's so much technology and other automation things nowadays.
0: So there's a couple of things I want to say, Fire Nation, about this. John made the comment, it's harder to create a seven-figure business without employees. And it's so true. But you have to think about the other end of the spectrum, Fire Nation, because you'll have people that'll talk to you and they're saying, oh yeah, I'm running a seven-figure business. Like my business made $3 million last year. Oh really, tell me more about your business. Oh yeah, well I have 37 employees and about 10 independent contractors and this and that. And you start like doing the math in your head and you're like... What's your net profit at the end of the year? And if they were really breaking it down for you, like what they actually paid in taxes at the end of the year, they might be making like 40, 60, 80, a buck 10 a year. They're not making seven figures a year. Their business is grossing seven figures a year. But when you take away all those employees, all those expenses, all that jazz, They're not making seven figures a year. That's why I love the business that Kate and I have created myself, Kate, three virtual assistants and a couple independent contractors that we use for like web dev and graphic design. That's the business we chose to create. And guess what? We net seven figures a year. Now, guess what? We could potentially grow a business to 10, 30, 60 employees. And, and you know, if some people want to do that, they can absolutely do that. There's pros to that as well. And we can maybe be grossing 10, 20, $40 million a year. I'm, I don't know the numbers, but I'm saying that's a possibility. But at the end of the day, We might not be netting much more than the two, three million dollars we're netting every single year with entrepreneurs on fire today. So is it worth that? For some people, yes, for some people, no. But just think about the business that you're growing. So, John, why don't you hire any employees? Like let's kind of get more specific about it. I mean, this is a personal choice of yours, just like it's a personal choice of mine not to hire any employees above the few virtual assistants that we have. So talk about that.
1: I worked seven internships, okay, corporate internships. I'm talking about for, you know, real estate development companies to, finan- you know, Merrill Lynch, which is like a financial services company to, you know, all sorts of companies, you know, events, promotions companies, etc. And I really just, you know, I didn't like the corporate life. I thought, you know, you're, you're really put under... Um, put under a thumb and a microscope there. And you just have you have to kiss a lot of butt to uh, to get get anywhere, you know, so I didn't like that. And then also kind of what I was drawn to is my passion is traveling. My passion is traveling the world and doing extreme sports. Like I said, you know, I'm learning to fly helicopters right now. But I love kite surfing. I love skiing. I love skydiving. I love all this crazy stuff. And, you know, we have one life to live. And I said, I don't want to, you know, not only do I I want that freedom, but part of having that freedom is not having to report to investors. And part of that freedom is also not having to report to employees, which is, you know, when when you hire somebody, when you are responsible for them and their family's livelihoods, you 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 have an obligation. And that was, you know, very Anxiety-provoking for me, so I just kind of made a conscious decision. I said, "Hey, look i I want to uh, you know i I want to make a lot of money. I want to do the things I I love in this life. Um, so it was obvious to me that I needed, and I want that freedom of location and the freedom of you know all these obligations. Um, so you know, really, the only choice for me was to start an internet business, you know, self self-funded. And from there, I just had to figure out how to make everything work and, you know, my niche and all that jazz um, to do it. But it was really it's because I don't want those obligations and I don't want that anxiety of having to report to employees.
0: So Fire Nation, I want to just kind of repeat something that John's actually repeated multiple times that you might kind of be scratching your head at. He makes the comment over and over again, I didn't want to have to report to employees. And you might be scratching your head like, wait a second, why would the boss be reporting to employees? Well, Fire Nation, when you hire people, not only are they counting on you to continue to run a successful business because they're probably supporting their family they're supporting their lifestyle what they are doing you as the boss yes you're reporting to them because they are who is running your business so yeah you might be making some high level big decisions but at the end of the day you have to go in the trenches and find out what's working what's not working you have to have your employees report to you on these things and you have to report to your employees with these type of questions it's a back and forth it's not everything runs downhill that never works it has to be up and down the line all day long. And by the way, John, I did, did want to mention, I, I heard you mention kite surfing. There's some killer kite surfing off the coast here in Palmas Del Mar. The wind is always perfect for it because we've got this onshore breeze coming across the Atlantic Ocean. It's always windy. It's always perfect for kite surfing.
1: I travel the world for good wind, so you know I may have to uh, come out there sometime. I've been to Cabarete in Dominican Republic, which is killer. My fave is still Brazil.
0: And where's Brazil? Brazil's off the Atlantic Ocean. So you know what I'm saying, brother? This is where it's (laughs) at. Get your booty over here. Because guess what? You don't like employees or having employees? Guess what? You're going to like not having to pay taxes either, which is the big benefit of Puerto Rico. So you can cut the employees. You can cut the taxes. You can move to Puerto Rico, get killer kite surfing. You're going to win, 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 no matter what. (laughs) So I want to get into the trenches now with you, John, and talk about affiliate marketing first off what is affiliate marketing and how do you use affiliate marketing in your life and business
1: oh god i could go on this about hours and stop me if i ever sound like i'm going into craziness i
0: will believe me
1: but (laughs) okay good but affiliate marketing is commission only sales it's it you know as people we use products we talk about products every single day we are advertising people's products for them whenever we talk about products and we don't get any cut of those commissions and affiliate marketing allows you really it's just a link you know the biggest affiliate program is amazon and you know they will give you you just you know fill out your name and email address and some stuff and they'll give you a link and you'll make 5% Every time you share a product with uh, one of your friends, you know, so if you're, if you, if you share a, a book, you know, a $20 book with somebody and, you know, you talk about it on a Facebook post or an Instagram post or a YouTube video, you will make a buck every time somebody purchases, you know, says, oh, this is a cool book that John's talking about. You know, I'm going to buy it. Now, I believe, you know, I the the big problem here is that all of these tech companies, uh, they're you know they're built off of our content. Google is o- the only reason Google is useful is because of the content you and me are providing for free to Google. Same thing with Instagram and YouTube and podcasts. We're providing all of this content to all of these big tech companies for free to help them build. You know, little mousetraps for our you know, our attention, you know, and to get more and more of our of our attention. And we're not making any money of that. And these companies are building billion dollars a company, billions of dollars. With affiliate marketing, it allows us to take back wealth. It allows us to democratize wealth. By allowing us to earn commissions from the products we are already talking about, and I believe everybody should be an affiliate marketer. Um, it's just it's it's the only way to truly democratize wealth, um, uh, moving in to a digital future.
0: I want you to talk about your first venture into affiliate marketing. Your first successful venture into affiliate sure. marketing. Talk about one of the first things you started being an affiliate for, the products and services, and then how that's grown over the days, months, years.
1: Really, it started after I read Tim Ferriss's book, The Four Hour Work Week, and you know, I was like, I want to start an online business. This sounds cool, and I started googling, you know, how to make money online and this this business model of affiliate marketing. Popped up, and I was like, "I'm going to try this." Uh, I tried a lot of things, which I can't even remember, and failed. But what I can remember is the first the first time I was I was working a job. I started earning. Um, it, it came really quick. It you know I I went from making nothing to making a thousand dollars a day in in the span of a week. Um, and the product I was marketing was a it was a home survival course it was called family survival course and it was about how you could build your own uh it was an ebook it was a forty dollar ebook that taught a course that taught you how to build your own solar panels you know to be self-sufficient energy wise
0: okay first off how did you find this product
1: I went on clickbank.com. So
0: clickbank.com, you went and you searched for a product that just made sense to you, that was obviously probably doing well, ranked well for other affiliates.
1: What was already selling the most? Because I knew if other people were if other people were earning commissions selling the product that I could too.
0: And so what did you do to actually start making sales yourself of this product at such a high level? Because other people are doing it. What did you do to actually start making sales?
1: you know, I found this product, which was selling a lot. And I said, Okay, how do I sell this? What people are going to be interested in being, you know, self sufficient, energy wise, and I, I started doing research, and I got an idea that the population was rural, uh, more rural, you know, they were living in the country. Um, and uh, they were, you know, they were scared of, you know, economic and financial collapse. I knew the audience a little bit. I had an understanding of, of what made these people tick. And I knew they were also like very Christian. You know, they were very religious. So and I wanted to find something where Christians, uh, you know, I wanted to find. I, so I started looking at Christian sites that also had a lot of video because the, 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 the website I was going to send them to, to, I put an ad on Godvine.com. OK, I put a 300 by 250 ad on the top of Godvine dot com that said this video may be banned soon.
0: Whoa, and,
1: that's click. And, <laughs> and it showed a little it was a picture of a little girl sitting next, standing next to her daddy waving a little American flag. And the little girl was crying.
0: OK, so that's what I wanted to understand. I want to understand, number one, how John found the product that he wanted to sell. He went to ClickBank. He looked for top products that were selling. And then he said to himself, self Where can I go that maybe people who are trying to sell this product or are selling this product aren't going, aren't thinking about outside of the box, going right to the source, right to the demographic that will work and make more sales. And he went to that place, he made the video, he went and added his little added bonus, whatever that might've been. And the sales started coming in. So John, again, I think you mentioned a thousand dollars a day, but like how quickly did you get to $1,000 a day? How long did it stay there? And did it ever go higher? And kind of what was the average?
1: It took me three days. It stayed there for a couple of weeks. So the way I got there was literally, I, I didn't even have bonuses or anything. I literally just put up a, an image and a, the link to the, the affiliate link. And I just, I tried out a bunch of different images. I probably tried out a hundred different images in that three-day time you span. You've
0: got to test Fire Nation because you never know what's going to work. You thinking you know the words, the copy, the images that are going to work is never going to work. You have to let the audience decide. And so you figured that out, John. You tried a bunch of different things. I want to skip ahead here. Sure. Give us another product, another cool story. So that was like your first major success. Like things were working. You're like, okay, I get this. You probably did a couple other things that failed, a couple other things that succeeded. What was something you've done, you know, over the past recent time frame that you're just like, okay, this would be a good story to tell Fire Nation.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, this, is, this is the story of me. Uh, I sold bed bug eradication kits and I was making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Wow. Selling bed bug eradication kits. No, I'm not even... Joking. I like, believe it. You know, this guy approached me, he said, I have this product and I'm interested in selling it. And I did a little research. He said, I'll offer you, you know, 50 bucks every time you make a sale of this product. And I said, OK, because I knew the guy I was, you know, he's going to pay me upfront money to start. I said, OK, let me try this out. And I looked up some news articles and I found a news article that said bedbug bug. Bed bugs are becoming an epidemic because of global warming. Global warming, you know, bed bugs like warmer environments, and it's, you know, the warmer environments are causing bed bugs to really become a bigger uh, problem. And I did more research, and bed bugs really affect movie theaters. So I I put up an ad on Facebook. And I, I said, bed bug, like the headline was bed bug epidemic. Okay. (laughs) And it said, if you have visited a movie theater or a hotel in the last 60 days, you may have bed bugs. (laughs) And it's, I put this picture of somebody who had all of these bed bug bites on them. It's really, really disgusting. Oh, it's disgusting, right? It was total clickbait. They don't they don't necessarily like you know clickbaity images but this was total clickbait and and I sent them to this this you know basically a modified version of I sent them to this article about how bed bugs are becoming an epidemic and I, I just kind of mo- I cited the article and modified it to have my affiliate link on it and that converted like Gangbusters not it, it not only converted like Gangbusters People, thousands, tens of thousands of people were sharing my ad. They were sharing my ad. So even after I'd stopped advertising, I was making thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in sales a day from this little ad that I'd posted on Facebook weeks ago. It was insane.
0: So let's talk about when that stops, because this is the thing is, you know, I mean, we hit something, it goes for a while and then things start to change. Other people catch on. Just something happens and that trails off and you have to look for that next opportunity and that next opportunity. So is this still crushing it for you? Or if not, tell us how it started to taper off, why you think it tapered off and some lessons learned.
1: Sure. So this was crushing it for me for two years. Actually, there's peaks and valleys, right? Enough people see your ad. It, if it goes super viral, you'll see some real big you know surges of, of revenue. But overall, people are, you know worried about bedbugs. So the ad just worked for for, for two years. The reason it, it didn't it didn't taper off. It came to a hard stop. And the reason it came to a hard stop is because some of their uh, competitors, um, the, the competitors in the space, sued the company, the bed bug company, and they sent in some reports saying that, you know, this is this is bad. I don't I don't totally understand the business. But from what I understand, it was just bigger companies trying to bully.
0: Got it. So basically like the company that you were sending leads to just started to say, hey, we can't actually keep making this product for all these different reasons. And so you went exactly. on to the next thing. So let's talk specifically right now. If it's realistic for somebody listening for Fire Nation to start affiliate marketing in 2019.
1: The results that I have are, you know, totally not typical, right? I had huge, crazy peaks, right? I went from $0 to, you know, in a month to making half a million and that's not none of those results are typical or 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 you know average people cannot expect those. But that being said, if you look on any youtuber, if you look at any person on Instagram, most of them are using affiliate links. Mo- almost every blogger online is using affiliate links. If you look for best baby diapers, the only links you'll find are affiliate links on the you know babylist.com or lucy's list or you know bestdiapers.com expedia.com is an affiliate uh orbits.com is an affiliate hotels.com is an affiliate marketing company cars.com is an affiliate marketing the most things on the internet have some involvement in affiliate marketing, so it is... Yeah, what
0: they do, Fire Nation, in a nutshell, is they send leads to the actual companies.
1: All you need to do to, I mean, to get started in affiliate marketing, really, you just, it's about creating content. It's about creating content about whatever you like. Now, I went the fast... I went the fast route. I was advertising products. You know, I I'd, I'd worked for, you know, ad agencies. I have a really in-depth understanding of advertising, but for the average person, it's about, you know, starting a blog or starting an Instagram channel or starting a YouTube channel, you know, a, a podcast, whatever. Create content. Add value to the world. Teach people something. Teach people how to garden, teach people how to You know, trim trees, teach people how to use different, you know, use, you know, edit photos, whatever it is, add value to the world and you will be able to find, just do that first. You know, do social media, create content, don't consume it. Because if you're, you know, you've got to add value to the world, really, at the end of the day, and you'll find products or, you know, uh, companies will contact you to put up affiliate links for their products.
0: So the answer is yes, it's realistic to start an affiliate marketing business.
1: One hundred. I mean, I, I believe if you are not doing affiliate marketing, that you're crazy. You're creating content for free (laughs) for the tech companies.
0: Fire Nation, look at my last 68 monthly income reports. Anywhere from 25 to 40% of my monthly income comes directly from affiliate marketing. You create content that you like, that you're passionate about, that you're curious about, that also adds value to the world. And boom, that's affiliate marketing. Like, real quick, John, I mean, I'm going to be starting a podcast in a blog about fasting. And for those people who don't, who don't know what fasting is, that means not eating. Well, guess what? One thing that while you're fasting, you need to really focus on is having really great water. Because if your water's crap and that's the only thing that you're consuming, then that's going to be a little bit of an issue. So I'm going to become a major affiliate for some incredible water systems like Aqua Sauna that goes under the sink and makes sure all your water gets filtered and then re, uh, mineralized and revitalized and all these different things because there's so much opportunity there and that's going to be a potential revenue stream, major revenue stream for me because all of these companies have affiliate links and if I'm taking people through a fasting program and I'm going to then show them, hey, this is probably a water system you should have so that you're getting the best water you can get, which is 80% of your body, um, it's going to make a lot of sense for a lot of people to make that happen. And Fire Nation, we have so much value coming as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsor. What do today's fastest-growing direct-to-consumer brands all have in common? They use Klaviyo to personalize their marketing, build their customer relationships, and automate their online sales. Find out how e-commerce pros grow their business in Klaviyo's new video series, Ready, Set, Grow. Ready, Set, Grow takes you behind the scenes exploring key marketing strategies you can use to create amazing customer experiences. Each week, you'll meet a new brand and learn specific ways they drive sales through segmented, relevant, and timely marketing messages. Get a never-before-seen look at your peers' growth strategies. Learn how Rareform uses back-end stock emails and a coming-soon product page to grow sales, forecast production, and decide what to discount. And explore Apartment 2B's Swatch Sample Program and the follow-up they use for converting browsers into buyers. Clavio is sharing it all, and there's plenty of time to catch up before new episodes are released. Tune in to Clavio. Clavio's new Ready, Set, Grow video series, and to receive even more helpful content on an ongoing basis, visit clavio.com slash fire. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash fire. Exciting projects, new opportunities, and business partnerships are around every corner, and you know just as well as I do that it's an amazing feeling to be working on the things you love. But it might also mean getting wrapped up and losing track of time now and again. Because I know you value your time as much as I do, I want to tell you about Vincero watches. Vincero is changing the direct-to-consumer game by crafting exceptional watches and selling them at a fair price. With six collections for men, four collections for women, and dozens of colors to choose from, Vincero has a style you want to wear and never take off. Vincero is the best value in their industry, keeping their watches affordable while using the highest quality materials in manufacturing. With over 16,000 five-star reviews, you can trust your expectations are going to be exceeded. With a Vincero watch on your wrist, you'll feel unstoppable. Visit com slash fire and use promo code FIRE for 15% off plus free shipping worldwide. That's V-I-N-C-E-R-O watches.com slash fire, promo code FIRE. Fire, so Fire Nation, we're back, and John, you don't just focus on affiliate marketing anymore. I mean, it's a big part of what you do, obviously, but you also sell online training courses. Why?
1: That's a funny question. Uh, So, (laughs) what? This is another story here, unfortunately. Oh,
0: we love stories.
1: This is in 2015, and I was I was actually kind of bored. I didn't know what to do next. I didn't want to stay in LA, which is my home base. So I decided to do uh, the Alchemist's Journey, which is uh, – I don't know if you've read the book The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Oh, yeah, I'm a huge reader, but I'm a, like unbelievably huge reader. Um, and so I decided to go from Spain to Morocco, then over to uh, Egypt. Um, and I was going to bypass like Libya and stuff. They're kind of dangerous, I guess, right now. But uh, – so I was going to do those three countries and follow in the path of my favorite book's character. And I was in Morocco. I was kite surfing. And you know, when I'm traveling, when I'm backpacking, I I, I just you know I don't shave my you know I don't trim my beard. I'm all you know I'm dirty. I'm I, I don't look. I don't look like my net worth. Let's put it that way. And I was on this bus. I was on this bus to Marrakesh from, uh, I think it was like Tangiers. And there was a uh, person, uh, an editor for Forbes that was speaking to me. And he didn't, you know, he was asking me, you know, we were just talking and he didn't believe that I was, uh, you know, (laughs) I, I was who I was. I'm right. like, oh, I'm kite surfing. Oh, I'm staying at the nicest hotel. I'm staying at like the, you know, the prince's like hotel in, in Marrakesh. And he's like, no, like, what do you do? You know, what do you do for a <laughs> living? And I told him, he's like, how many people work for you? And I said, none. He's like, that's not real. Like, show me. Pr-. And I sh- t- showed him some stats on my phone. I'm like, this is what I made today. And he he just couldn't believe it. it. It rocked his paradigm. For life because here he is working for Forbes. And he said, I got to do a story on you. And we, you know, we hung out in Morocco and he did a story on me and it, it was released like six months. I didn't think anything of it, but six months later, it was released in Forbes. It went viral. Okay. It was translated into German, into Spanish, into French, into Vietnamese. And it it was reposted by all of these different You know, it was reposted by AOL, by Inc., by Fast Company, by all these different uh, magazines, and it just got seen by millions of people. And suddenly, overnight, I was getting bombarded, totally bombarded on, you know, email, on social media, on fate, you know, and anything where I had a profile by people saying, yo, tell me what you're doing. How do I do this? How do I make, you know, because the title of the story was how a, like a 20, you know, a 25 year old or something makes half a million a month, um, you know, travel and travels the world without any employees or something like that. And just, it just, it went crazy. And so, so I decided, you know, I said, okay, well, this is, this is the world speaking to me. This is an opportunity. I said, I'll teach people, but I'm going to charge for it. I'm my time, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do stuff for free or you know, it's. You know, it's capital, you know, but I'll teach people. And I started uh, doing training courses. You know, I I put up a training course showing people step by step how I do, you know, how I start my online business and how you can too. And um, I think it's really filled in a gap just left by, you know, the colleges and left by our current education system, which teaches people nothing about money. So it it and and that's that's gone very well. We have you know thousands and thousands of students um, that graduate from my six week course every year, and you know many of them uh, go on to earn lots of money. A few a few millionaires have been created, and it's really exciting. Um, you know, seeing seeing what's come about from that.
0: Well, if Fire Nation wanted to find out more about that course, where would they go?
1: Search my name, you know, John Cristani uh and check out my YouTube channel you know my i have i've have links to sign up for my 6 week course uh and free information about that on underneath every video on my YouTube channel and on my channel homepage and all that stuff just connect with me there
0: so john there is so much content out there there's so many courses and training some are free some cost money and something in between how can someone pick the best training course for their particular situation? Break this down for us. Let Fire Nation know the steps they can and should take if they want the best training course for the situation that they're currently in.
1: Oh, that's a great question. That is such a great question. Um, the, so and I don't think a lot of people have talked about this because our system of education has been so standardized and forced uh, and mandatory for so many years. Uh, You know, it's like, how do you choose your major was the old question. Um, So how do you (laughs) choose your training? First off, you want to, uh, you want to learn from somebody who is where you want to be. Okay. I I would say, you know, you want to learn from somebody who's done what, or at least done what you want to do. So if I wanted to learn podcasting, I, I, I'd, I'd learn from you. I wouldn't go to Udemy and learn from somebody who started a podcast that has 2000 subscribers, but knows how to set up a podcast. If I want to, if I want to be a successful podcaster, I want to learn from somebody who's whatever my idea of success is. And similarly, you know, if you want to start a company with a lot of employees, don't learn from me. You know, don't, don't, I'm, I'm not going to teach you anything about how to manage media buyers and all this other stuff or create deals or negotiate. That's not me because I haven't done that. So you should learn from somebody who's done what you want to do. Okay. Who has the success that you want to have. Um, the second thing. I'd get clear on the sort of, you know, obviously the time and the money commitment of what you're willing to put into things. So, for instance, if I if, if you were telling me, you know, if I wanted to start a podcast or a blog and from my research, you know, I gather that it takes six months to a year to really be able to be profitable and quit your job, you know, to earn, you know, job replacement money. And I don't have I don't want to wait a year, then I you know that that shouldn't be a business you go into. Similarly, if you find out you're going into like an e-commerce business, you want to start an Amazon business and you learn that you have to front, you know, twenty five thousand dollars worth of inventory and ship, you know, buy it from China and ship it to Amazon's warehouse. And you have to you know, you have to wait two months before you even see a penny on that. Um, If you don't have twenty five thousand dollars don't start an Amazon e-commerce business. It doesn't make sense money-wise for you. So you've got to find something that kind of fits your fits your deal um, on either side. Uh, and I would also, you know, I'd also look at the testimonials, you know, f- see if the people that are successfully going through a course um, are similar to you, you know. So if you notice that everybody who, you know starts a YouTube channel is really outgoing and super socially flamboyant and exciting, and dress is cool. and that's not your style. Um, you you know, don't start a YouTube channel. so it's it's really a lot of a lot of this is uh, gut, you know, but it's it's based on time, money, and connection with both the teacher and the students so it's it's a you know it's this is your path in life this is something you'll do for years so do your research i mean definitely do your research
0: fire nation one thing that i've been saying for years that i think was a huge and critical component to my success is that when you're looking for a mentor find somebody who is currently where you want to be and have that person be your mentor. I wanted to be a successful business podcast host. What did I do? Did I go find Richard Branson to be my mentor? Of course not. I don't want to. I don't want to learn how to run Virgin Airlines or Virgin Music or whatever else that he, in the world he does. I wanted to be a successful business podcast host. I went and found one of those exact people. Hired that person. And they were my mentor. And guess what? They took me through the roadblocks and around the rabbit holes and all the different things that I needed to avoid and all the things I needed to focus on because they had been there, done that. They had the roadmap. John, before we move on to the next question, talk about some of the mistakes people make when they're searching for their mentor.
1: One of the biggest problems is sites like Udemy, okay? So you if you search, you know, how to create a podcast on Udemy. Um, They, their courses for everything and they show up in the search engines. And if you're learning from somebody who hasn't had a lot of success and they're still, maybe they're, maybe they're working, you know, maybe they're working a job for an ad agency and they decide to put up a course. You don't want to learn from them just because their courses title is how to create a podcast doesn't mean they are, they are where you want to be. So always do your research on the teacher. Secondly, when you're taking courses online, a big problem I've seen that's been happening more is you get salespeople or marketers that are really good at pitching products, uh, at pitching training courses, but they themselves are not doing the training. Okay. And that's, I think another big problem, because if I want to learn, if, if I am telling people, Hey, do you want to learn affiliate marketing? I've had a lot of success you know buy my course but my course is taught by somebody who I hired for $50 an hour to talk about affiliate marketing from upwork.com that's not smart either because you're you're le- the person you're learning from is is a translator they're not the expert themselves um and that's a big big no-no to watch out for
0: John I want to ask you a question to see if I can stump you What's something that you believe that most people would disagree with you on?
1: Whoa, that is that is a stumper. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so one thing I believe that most people might not agree with me on is I believe um, maybe around the time of 2050, but definitely in our lifespan, I believe the world population is going to go through a catastrophe. Caddis- a a, a cataclysmic decline in population. And the reason is not going to be because of any Terminator scenario. It is going to be caused by ourselves and just by there's going to be no big event. It's just going to be us not repopulating. I believe humans are going to be so sucked into social media and into virtual reality and onto the internet and feeding the robots that, you know, the computers that control the internet, that the population will stop, slowly stop repopulating. Well, let's be
0: honest for a second. I mean, a lot of times back in the day, I mean, people had babies because they were just bored.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, so, it's super true. We have, we, I mean, it's so hard to be bored now. You have infinite scroll on Facebook. You'll just keep scrolling. People, people, People are bored talking to other human beings now. That's how (laughs) bad it's gotten. And the computers are much more exciting. We're much more drawn to the... I mean, they've they've figured us out. They know the dings, the notifications, the light flashes on the phone, the the you know all those notifications, the rings, you know the the little icons.
0: I have zero notifications on my phone, by the way, and I get so pissed when I'm hanging out with somebody and they're just like a Pavlov dog, where every time we're having a conversation, like you can just see them, like they just like reach and they just touch their pocket because they had a little buzz and they have to just they have to look ah. at it, and I'm like, what? Somebody comment. Commented on the same post you commented on facebook and you thought that was worth breaking up our conversation right here you're dead to me
1: i hate that john you're one of the only people i know who, who <laughs> shares this sentiment my wife if this drives my wife crazy she's like i text you i said i don't have any notifications i don't have any none my phone does not ring i if somebody calls me i look, see a missed call that when I when I decide to check, it's su- but but they're controlling us. They have figured us out. The majority of people, they figured us out. And I believe just by our own by our own personal, you know, just decline, we're we're going to stop populating as much. And I believe uh, I, I'm not going to go into my crazy thoughts about <laughs> Plato's forms and, you know, like, uh, thank all- you. Uh, upwick and Downwick universes, but I read a lot of science fiction, but I, I could go on this subject for hours. But um, I, you know, I believe we are. Uh, another thing I believe is I believe we are virtu- the virtual reality. I believe we are a a uh, more beautiful manicured version of whatever our gods are. You know, I believe there is an Upwick um You know, universe of us, which we call, you know, heaven or God or whatever, and that we are a more perfect creation of what their society is, just like virtual reality will be a more perfect creation of what we believe reality should be.
0: Okay. I'm going to stop you there. Not because I don't agree with you by any stretch of the imagination. I find that stuff fascinating, but just because if you want Fire Nation to find out more about John's beliefs in this stuff, I'm sure he has a ton of great YouTube videos and blogs and all that other jazz. So go check out all of his stuff. John, give us one brief takeaway that you want to make sure our audience really gets from everything we talked about today. And then we'll say goodbye.
1: You are limitless. Create more and make sure that your time on, you use the internet as a tool rather than being a victim to the digital internet. Make money, live free.
0: Make money, live free. I think that could be your motto, John. Where do you want Fire Nation to find out more? Is it just go to YouTube, check out John Cristani?
1: Search John Cristani. that's C-R-E-S-T, like the toothpaste, a n i like the bird on youtube and subscribe to my channel i i, I put up i put up free trainings uh, almost every single day
0: what kind of bird is an annie
1: uh, it's uh in the cuckoo family
0: <laughs> okay i'll have to google it afterwards i'll go to google image so fire nation you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and you've been hanging out with JC and JLD today so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com type John he spells it the right way J-O-H-N in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up and there'll be links to everything we talked about today go check out John Cristani on YouTube just search for him a lot of great stuff going on there his six week course on affiliate is killer so definitely check that out and John thank you brother for sharing your truth your wisdom, your knowledge, your quirkiness with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we will catch you on the flip side. Thanks, guys. Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by John Cristani. And if you're ready to accomplish your number one goal, well, how about doing it in 100 days? And how about doing it with the Freedom Journal? Because we give you step-by-step guidance to make sure that number one goal is accomplished, not in one or 10 or 1,000, but in 100 days. So visit thefreedomjournal.com, use promo code podcast for a nice little thank you and discount for listening to the podcast. And I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Become an expert at keeping track of your most precious resource, time, with a Vincero watch. Visit vincerowatches.com slash fire and use promo code fire for 15% off plus free shipping worldwide. That's vincerowatches.com slash fire. Promo code fire. Discover winning marketing strategies in Klaviyo's new video series, Ready, Set, Grow. More than 15,000 innovative e-commerce brands grow their business with Klaviyo. Learn their key tactics in this latest series. Visit klaviyo.com slash fire. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash fire.